0: We are joined here today with Reverend Joel Fritchie. How are you doing today, Joel?
1: I'm doing great. Sitting by a fan here in the sunny Caribbean.
0: The Caribbean. I tell you, know what? We have never, ever had, you have a, this is a first on the Student Union radio program here. We've never had someone outside of the U.S. on uh, the show. So uh, what's it like down there in the Dominican Republic?
1: Oh man, uh, I could give a long answer to that, but it's, uh, it's sunny uh, and warm, um, a little bit uh, chaotic at times, just with traffic and uh, horns honking and motorcycles revving by, uh, but actually a wonderful place with, with wonderful people.
0: So uh, now you are in, Joel Fritchie serves as a church planter, a career missionary through the Office of International Mission in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. And how long have you been in this position?
1: Um, I received the call to serve as a career missionary uh, back in, uh, I believe it was May 2014, uh, and did some fundraising uh, for several months, and finally um, got the green light to, to make the move overseas in february of 2015 february of last year so we've been here my family and i a little over a year and a half
0: okay now tell us a little bit about your background uh uh, go back to seminary and where you've served and how, how did you end up in uh the situation where uh where you ended up in the dominican
1: okay um i graduated from uh the seminary in 2000 and uh, I had served a vicarage in Wyoming. woo <laughs> And uh, my first call, actually, uh, in Cheyenne, Wyoming as well. Uh, so I, uh, from there, I spent a couple of years in Houston, Texas. Um, and then I was an admissions counselor at St. Louis Sem okay. for about four and a half years. Uh, from there, I took a call back to the parish Uh, just across the river from St. Louis in Staunton, Illinois, and that's where I was when I received the call to serve as a career missionary. Um, I was very happy in parish ministry, um, could have stayed and served there for uh, years and years. In fact, (laughs) my family and I had bought a house uh, just a couple of years before we ended up taking a call and moving. But, um, you know, what happened was uh, the Synod uh, had passed a resolution in convention in 2013, to double the amount of career missionaries out in the field and I can't remember exactly what that number was but it uh, it meant that they were gonna be sending probably uh, I don't know 70 to 100 or so more missionaries out into the field uh, in that next triennium so um, there were a lot of advertisements in the Lutheran Witness and on Facebook and uh, all over the place and I happened to meet uh, uh, someone on staff at the OIM uh, one day and just had a chat, uh, had talked about my wife and my background. Um, we had adopted children from Russia, so we had just a little bit of international experience but never really served overseas. And uh, my wife actually was born and raised in Panama. Her mom was a nurse um, for the United States Army uh, in the Canal Zone in Panama. And, you know, thinking about that, just a little bit of international experience that we had uh, in our lives, and uh, experience, my experience as a pastor and her experience as a Lutheran teacher, um, they asked if we'd ever thought of serving overseas, and we said, you know, we we actually have thought about it, but have never really moved on it, and one thing led to another, and I ended up submitting an application to serve, not knowing where it would go, uh, or where we would go, and we actually had an interest in maybe serving in Eastern Europe because I have, we have children adopted from Russia. Uh, so we had kind of boned up on the uh, culture and Russian language a little bit. So. But the Lord had other plans. Um, turns out my wife's background in Panama uh, was uh, kind of a, a driving force uh, toward Latin America. Uh, and we met Reverend Ted Cray, regional director for Latin America, had a number of conversations with him over Skype, uh, went through uh, some things in the process of, you know, being evaluated for missionary service, uh, and by that I mean, you know, they ask you things about, uh, you know, your life and where you've served and how you handle stress and all these things because they're important because living in another country, you know, brings its fair share of stresses and things. Oh sure. But anyway, to make a long story short, um, we were approved uh, and received a call uh, in like I said, June 2014, went right away to two weeks of missionary orientation at the International Center, uh, and then started uh, a six-month or so tour of visiting congregations and schools uh, around the country to raise up support.
0: Well, that is fantastic. And I, um, for our listeners, I've had a, I'm trying to think how long I've known you. I guess it goes back to, uh, I want to think 2000-ish.
1: Sometimes. Yeah, back, well, back to my vicarage. I think you arrived in Laramie when I was a vicar in Torrington. And, you know, then I went back to Sem. Uh, but, gosh, it has to be 1998, I would think. Somewhere so, in there. Almost 20 years.
0: And uh, <laughs> Pastor Fritchie and I both uh, have had a lot of opportunities to work together uh, with Higher Things, uh, going back to my days with Higher Things. And you serve as a secretary of Higher Things, and you can learn more about that RSO of the Senate at higherthings.org. love to give them a shout out here today and cool. uh, but real quick uh, yeah I had for, for all of our listeners especially for our college types uh, I had the chance to go down to the Dominican um, I guess that was last month um, for one of your regional fall conferences or for, for the Dominican everybody in the Dominican and I did this. Um, not so that I could go to the beach or anything like that, <laughs> though we, we did have a nice place to stay, but because I am very interested in, in ways that we can can work, especially with our Latin American uh, region in terms of missions and the Dominican in particular for the sake of a kind of exposing our college students to opportunities to serve. Um, and it was, so I've had a chance to see a lot of what, uh, of what's going on down there, and got the tour. But why don't you give everybody just a little thumbnail? Is you know, tell us a little bit about the Dominican Republic in general, and what are uh, why don't you start up just a little in general background about the Dominican Republic, a little history or such.
1: Okay. Um, well, of course, the Dominican Republic is uh, located on the island of Hispaniola in the Caribbean. It's the second largest island in the Caribbean, uh, next to Cuba. And uh, the Dominican shares the island of Hispaniola with the country of Haiti. Uh, you may probably heard a lot about Haiti uh, in years past because of the earthquake a number of years ago. And then most recently, Hurricane Matthew, which passed through uh, and did uh, quite a bit of damage in Haiti. So we share the island with Haiti.
0: But you didn't um, have nearly as much damage with these things as they've had to endure. Is that true?
1: No, fortunately, we were we were spared uh, when the earthquake hit. Uh, of course, I wasn't here at that time, but yeah, I don't believe this side of the island uh, was affected really at all. Uh, and then with the hurri- hurricane, it came close, um, but we were out of even the tropical storm, you know, zone, okay. uh, kind of on the outlying edges. Everything. We got some rain, we got some wind, but no no major damage or anything
0: oh, like that. Be, be to God. God. For that.
1: So anyway, um, yeah, we're we're located here in the Caribbean. It's a Spanish speaking country, uh, so there is a, a Latino culture. Uh and the Dominican people uh, are kind of a mix of uh you know, the Spanish um, who came and settled, you know, the Caribbean and the Americas, um, and also the Taino people who are the indigenous tribal people uh here on the continent. Uh, and then also African slaves, uh, as you know, who, many of whom were brought you know, sure. into this area uh, when the Spanish and other countries were uh, colonizing. So the Dominican people are, are kind of a mix of those groups of people. Um, they're uh, a wonderful people, uh, hardworking, very nice, um, very uh, open to new relationships. They're, they've welcomed us uh, with open arms. It's uh, a, a, a stable country with uh, an economy that's really up and coming, uh, especially with regard to, like, tourism uh, and such. Uh, like you said, a lot of sunny beaches and things here, a lot of resort and that. But that's really not why we're here. We're here to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to the people here, um, to teach and, them.
0: And do, the, do they oh. have—is there kind of a gen- general uh, religious background that's kind of inherent yeah. to, the, to the island?
1: You know, being a you know once a, a Spanish colony, uh, Columbus settled here. Um, it's it's heavily Roman Catholic um, for the most part. There are um, other Christian denominations that have um, uh, had a lot of influence here and have a lot of churches here. Uh, we have a lot of Pentecostals, uh, a lot of Pentecostal influence. Um, but you also have just a lot of misunderstandings about scripture and what the Bible really says, who Jesus was, um, things like that. You get a lot of, uh, you know, tribal, uh, historic, uh, religious, cultic things mixed in with Roman Catholicism. Uh, All that kind of stuff applies here, even more so in Haiti, but but, uh, it applies here, too. Uh, So we have to do a lot of teaching because, you know, while the people have heard of Jesus and know you know somewhat about the church and the catholic church they really you know um need to be taught you know who jesus really was he came to be our savior um he's uh, the son of god he's uh the one who came in the flesh to die on the cross for us um so everything that we do really is leads to the gospel and is centered in the gospel um and
0: uh now, of course uh, the it, uh the culture there uh Two um, things jump out at people. Um, well, three maybe. Uh, baseball is king, right? Yeah. Baseball, yeah, yeah. cigars, and rum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Not necessarily um, in that order.
1: <laughs> in fact, when I, yeah, when I left... Yeah, I left three here for when sure. I, when um, I flu- you, can go, you can go around, you can go out in the country, but you can go in the city and you'll find uh, baseball fields and you'll see uh, kids... You know, playing all day long, uh, playing in the streets, uh, practicing ball. Because really, the dream is—you know—they all want to be—they um, all want to be discovered. They all want to be, uh, you know, on a pro team in the states. Uh, they want to play major league baseball. Um, so that's really huge down here. I think all of the the teams uh, from major league baseball have camps down here, scout camps. Uh, training camps, um, where and they it scout seems like every players. team
0: has maybe two or three, maybe even four or five players on it from the Dominican.
1: And yeah, so, no uh, doubt. In fact, I mean as I rec- sign kids as young as like I think it's 16 years old. Oh so you have sure, to be at least 16 to be signed uh, preliminarily, and they'll get like a signing bonus. And uh, I mean that that's just huge uh, here. So you got a lot of young boys competing for that um, as kind of their entry then into. Uh, the big time.
0: So, Joel, how many uh, how many folks do you have there? Um, how many missionaries, career missionaries, or otherwise? What is kind of the landscape of the church there in the Dominican? Are they their own church, or is it a church that we're trying to help establish? What's kind of the lay of the land in terms of our church life there? Um, in yeah, the
1: it's DR. a church uh, that we're trying to establish still. There's no official church body that has been formed Uh, As of yet, mission work has been going on here, uh, at least uh, um, from the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and a partnership with the Lutheran Church of Brazil. That began about, I think, 11 years ago now, and two missionaries were called and sent here. One, a pastor, a Lutheran pastor from Brazil. Uh, Another, um, a deaconess who specializes in working with people with disabilities developmental disabilities sure. and these two uh... were basically sent here uh... to you know work with the disabled and start churches and that was like i said eleven years ago uh... the pastor from brazil has since uh... taken a call back to brazil but the other missionary Donnell putnam is still here uh... and in fact on my team here in Santo domingo um, so in ten years ten eleven years of work uh... mission work here we. Are at the point now where we have five i'd still call them mission congregations um we have three in the city of santiago uh, which is up uh, in the northern part of the island in the cibao valley um so that's where most of the work has taken place over the years that's where our regional office is uh for the entire region of latin america and the caribbean um so that explains probably why we have three congregations up there. Uh sure. we have a, a very large well, not very large, but a larger regional staff, uh missionaries working to uh support our missionaries throughout the whole region, uh but they also each uh have a hand in the local Dominican mission as well. So three mission congregations up there in Santiago, uh, two schools and a group home for the disabled. All in that area, and I had and a chance to see I
0: had a chance to see all of these. Yeah. it's just it's fantastic and then and then you have a seminary too. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, the seminary is really up and coming. Um, we've We've got a building, we've got uh, we've had a program in place, but not really a residential program. We've worked with Concordia Seminary in Argentina. Uh, but yeah, we're on the verge of starting our own residential seminary. Um, here in the Dominican, up in Palmar, Arriba, outside of Santiago. And, uh, you know, I won't go into all the details of it, but it's very exciting. Um, we have some new missionaries uh, that have recently come on board. Uh, it will be serving as faculty. I'm doing some work, um, some pre-seminary work, um, which is really, really exciting. So I think uh, what we're going to see in the next uh, few years is, I pray, you know, the the, the best spanish-speaking lutheran seminary in the world uh right here in the dominican republic so uh i look well, you, forward know to, you, guys you know what you guys should call it we can talk you about know what you more. should call uh, it tell you more about
0: it you should call it the you know we have the the old latin school in uh oh yeah, yeah. in germany you should call it the new latin school <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, cool. uh but uh now what so uh what's it like a typical week um in terms of uh you know, what you have a chance to do and those that work on your team. What kind of things are you up to in a typical week there in Santo Domingo?
1: Okay. Well, here in Santo Domingo, um, we have our other two mission congregations. One has um, was founded, wow, about uh, seven or so years ago. So it's got a few years under its belt, uh, and it's a little more established. The other uh, has just been really started in the last about ten months or so, um, so for me, a typical week um, is, really looks like a week, you know, a typical week for a pastor. Um, I work with our one uh, Dominican ordained Lutheran pastor that we have so far in the country. Um,
0: and you have really two vicars in the pipeline, right?
1: Yeah, I've got one vicar who serves here part-time, uh, three, four days a week. Um, the rest of the week, he's up in Santiago. His wife is a deaconess, Crystal, uh, James and Crystal Neuendorf. Okay. Uh, they're on our team, so they're here Thursdays through Sundays. Uh, Danelle Putnam is our deaconess, other deaconess on the team. Um, she works with people with dis- uh, developmental disabilities, uh, but Danelle, being the longest-running missionary here on the team, has her hand in so many things, um, and uh, she she commutes between the capital and Santiago all the time. Um, She's got a lot of responsibilities. Uh, And then we've got a new vicar uh, coming on board, uh, Vicar Paul Flo. Uh, He's already arrived in the country, but doing some orientation up in Santiago. He'll be joining our team very soon, uh, the end of this month. And then we also have Tyler McMiller uh, on our team. Tyler um, has been serving in Mexico, uh, but about uh, nine months or so married a Dominican young lady. Uh, one of the first uh, coppermans in our in our mission here. Um so Tyler's married to Yanella and uh, asked to finish his service here so that they can work on her visa process because he has plans to go to Fort Wayne Seminary uh, next year.
0: Oh that's just... anyway, so
1: that's our team.
0: Sure.
1: But a, a typical week here, um, I typically spend mornings uh, in our office here in Santo Domingo doing the things that a pastor does, prepping sermons, uh, Bible studies. Um, things like that uh, so a lot of morning time is spent in the office we have meetings um, some, afternoons, some mornings and some afternoons uh, we have meetings with our uh, team in Santiago and a lot of times I participate uh, with that by uh, internet through internet instead of driving the two hour drive up there sometimes I do um, so you know meetings fill the schedule uh, but then we like to take uh, specific deliberate times to be out visiting because sure. uh, if we're just closed up in the office and uh, you know, or just at our churches all the time, uh, you know, we're not going to make new contacts, and especially here at our uh, new mission in, in San Sama here in the city in Santo Domingo, um, the main thing that uh, we need to be doing now is making contacts. So, I'm looking forward to our team increasing a little bit uh, and having some more people to go on visits with uh and just uh, make contacts and follow up on contacts and uh teach people you know what the Lutheran church is what it means to be a Lutheran because people uh here really for the most part haven't heard of the Lutheran church they might have heard of Martin Luther um, so anyway I mean doing pastoral calls uh, leading services preaching teaching uh the week is pretty much filled up um day-to-day with all of these things. Uh, our busiest days, of course, are, you know, come toward the weekend when we have more things geared toward like the divine service and, and catechism classes and stuff going on.
0: Well, you know, uh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed having the opportunity to, uh, uh, you had your uh, re- annual kind of a reformation service. And it was yeah. awesome because everybody from around the region just kind of all from up in Santiago, just everybody just kind of kinda of came together and yeah. uh, had some installations, um, had some farewells, had some confirmations and you guys even let me do a little something in Spanish.
1: Um Yeah, you got to test your Spanish skills out, And it, it didn't you it, did a great job too. It, there we are. It wasn't
0: <laughs> um, too bad. I worked really hard at that
1: <laughs> but twice uh, a year we have a for a big forum partnership meeting. Um, in the fall, it's in Santo Domingo, so that's what you were here for. Uh, and in the spring, usually up in Santiago. And yeah, the nice thing is, since we have partners from the states here, uh, and our uh, Dominican leaders from up in Santiago and here in the capital uh, are making presentations for our partners, those who uh, not only provide financial assistance with our mission, um, but also you know help in the direction and strategic planning and such. So. You know, everybody was gathered here uh, last month for that biannual meeting, uh, and we had, you know, a number of guests here as well, including yourself. So it's a great opportunity that time of year, since it's right around the Reformation, uh, to celebrate the Reformation together. Um, We like to do that because it promotes fellowship among our, you know, Dominican churches, but also, you know, with partners from the states. It gives our uh, wonderful Dominican people uh, an idea that, you know, the church is much bigger than we ourselves here. Oh, uh, it spans continents and, uh, and such. So that's really a wonderful opportunity to, uh, and, and to celebrate the reformation of all things too, uh, is, is really cool. No, as well. it was just, so we uh, were, we were glad to have you here. It was just, it was that.
0: just glorious. And, uh, Um, In fact, as I mentioned, uh, hopefully sometime, uh, maybe even next August, those of you who are college students or campus ministry workers, uh, they've kind of asked us to come down and put on, uh, bring some uh, student groups or some select students down to come down and put on a kind of a VBS type thing during kind of a a whole regional um, conference that you have with pastors and wives and all their kids. and. Maybe have a chance. Yeah, to once a year this. we have a,
1: a large retreat, a regional retreat, where all our missionaries from Latin America, Caribbean, and Spain come together uh, for like a study, a uh, few days of study and worship and fellowship. And uh, we have a lot of kids uh, now. Uh, but this is like kids. early,
0: early August, and everybody tells me down there that that's the coolest time of the year, right? <laughs>
1: Well, it's, 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 it's almost the coolest time of year. It's, it's a good time of year to come. Um, and, yeah, if we could have uh, some of you and your uh, your college students come down and lead a VPS for us and help us out with our kids and then maybe even have an opportunity to see uh, firsthand, like you did, uh, our mission work and what's going on here. Um, it, it, I think, not only uh, benefits those who come and visit – as they get to, to see another part of the world and see what's going on, what uh, our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, is doing uh, with gospel and mercy ministry in one place. But also, it plants some seeds in them for maybe future missionary sure. service uh, down the road.
0: You can learn how to support the Fritchies and all their mission endeavors in the Dominican Republic at lcms.org slash Fritchie, F-R-I-T-S-H-E. Please keep all, of everybody on the whole team and the DR in your prayers and all of our missionaries throughout the world. That's all we have time for here today in the student union. Check it out, lcmsu.org. College students, remember college is tough. You need Jesus, we'll help.